Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the breakfast show. Well, all of us need help sometimes, both in life and business. That's why it's no surprise that 86% of CEOs credit mentors with playing a pivotal role in their career accomplishments. But the question is. Is it normal to provide advice or even mentorship to someone from another company within the same industry? That is how our two guests in our intergenerational series came together in a heartwarming twist of collaboration where the more experienced generation generously guides the younger counterparts from other companies. This unique partnership is, I guess, a way that shows that mentorship can transcend competition foster a sense of community and mutual growth. So let's welcome our two guests today, Randall Ang, Managing Director and Second Generation Owner of Bobo Fishball. Good morning, Hi. Randall. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me here. And we also have alongside him, Delonix Tan Weijie, Third Generation Owner of Sundai Fishball. Hi, everyone. Good to be here today. Hey, great to have you guys here and it is sounding very interesting how you guys met and the journey together so far. Let's start with Delonix first to help us get to know you a bit better. You describe yourself as a progress junkie that loves business. What do you mean by that? So basically, all of you know that I'm a part-time fishball maker at Suntime Fishball. So I help out in my family store since I was young. Then since around 16 or 17, I started to go into personal development. So from there, my interest for business grew. Mm. Then I experimented with multiple business. I started my own fishball noodle store I also started my own self-photo studio so you know I, I like to improve at getting better at the things that I do that's why I come up with the terms you know a progress junkie that love business yeah I can understand your appetite to improve yourself and it really shows in how eager you are to learn more and you've also rebranded your family's wet market family um, business that has been around since the 1960s and to help expand the business you started your own fishball noodle store at the age of 22 and this is back in 2020 what was your experience like working in the fishball hawking business? I mean, it's both exciting as well as scary because when I first started my fishball noodle store back in 2020, circuit breaker happened. Hmm. So, you know, my store was located in Amoy Street Food Centre. So virtually there was no crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tough. Huh. So I was, but I was sort of lucky. I posted on the Hawker United, a Facebook group, and I gained some traction from there. But sadly, it didn't pick up because you know, COVID. I couldn't see the end of COVID, and the situation didn't improve. So I shut down eventually. And then, as for my family store, you know, it's also a bittersweet experience. So the good thing is, that I got to spend a lot of time with my family members. You know, my grandparents and my my parents. Then you know, there's also like an unspoken community. Where you know you grow old with your customer. Some of my customers actually tells me that you know I see your dad run around as a kid when he was young. Yeah, then now it's like it's your turn. You're doing this. You know, it's like an unspoken community. The downside will be the long hours and the working condition. <laughs> it's not very it's not a very sexy industry, and you need to work in odd hours. But overall, I think it's a fun and, and good experience for me personally in the fishball making hawker business. Yeah, there's a side story of how your parents actually didn't want you to join their family business, uh, but you actually went ahead anyways, and you rebranded it to. What is now Santai? At least that's the second name or additional name that it goes by. Now let's turn to Randall. Uh, we'd love to hear about your experience and journey in the fishball manufacturing business. What led you to join and build your family business? 
my version is a little bit different from Dinonics. My father pitch was that after I graduated, I have to work, right? So either I work for somebody else or I work for the family. So then at that time, about 15 years ago, the family is still very traditionally run and we don't really have young people that is uh, excited to join. And also to justify that, right, uh, my take is that if you have a relatively comfortable life for, like, for your childhood to like 20 over years old, it's quite reasonable for you to pay back in a way by working for the family business that has uh, provided for you. So that justify like I went to join as a career. So yeah. you are the second generation owner of Bobo Fishball. Mm. So you've also come on board to introduce new ideas venturing to plant-based products. Mm. What's going on here? What have you managed to build on that front? So I think in many like our kind of SME family business, it's important to work first and then build trust even though it's your parents, right? And then after that, I believe most of the time I've seen, they will give you a leeway to do whatever you feel like doing. Mm. And for us, we started with Bobo Fishball. Then actually, we also went into the chicken products. Like we have Bobo cheese meatball, sausages and ham. And then plant-based is like global warming is real. And plant-based is a new movement which we think is a trend that is staying. So it's only natural for us to move into plant-based. And furthermore, a lot of the plant-based movement is from the West. So they do patties, nuggets and sausages. And if for local hawkers or local Singaporeans to help the environment through our diet, mm. somebody has to provide the product options for them. So we think we've come into this gap. Yeah, there's a bit of a parallel between both you and Delonix in terms of you know, progressing through the family business, introducing new ideas, building on the brand. Uh, but of course, you're more experienced, Randall, and you're giving some advice to Delonix. So we're going to get into that in just a few moments. We are in conversation with Randall Ang. He's the managing director and second generation owner of Bobo Fishball. And also, Donix Tan Weijie, third generation owner of Santai Fishball. Donix, you only help out on Sundays at the store while holding a full-time job. So you're really juggling a couple of things. But you have the intention to eventually take over the family business with your own ideas to expand further. That's despite objections from your dad. So it's quite a hard life according to him. Why do you still go against that advice? I mean, what, what he says is true. Like, I mean, it's a hard life. But I also believe in what Randall shared. He shared with me this advice when I met him previously. He said that, you know, rather than working for others, you also have stress. Working for yourself, you also have stress. <laughs> yeah, same say, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say do it something that is yours and you are like, passionate and care about. So, you know, for me, I still want to venture into this thing because he has been around for like 60 plus years. It's like two decades, like multiple decades of hard work mm. from two generations. So I think I will still want to continue. For the plans itself, I do not have any grand plans to expand aggressively or like scale in a very quick manner. I'm just very focused on two things right now. Number one is brand building. I want to build Santai Fishport as a heritage brand that started since the 1960s using 100% yellowtail fish meat without adding any chemicals touched or surimi. So that's number one. So number two will be mastering the skill set for my dad because I believe the fundamentals of every business is for good product mm. and it takes years to really get good in making fishball. Even though I've been doing it for like six years, I think I only have like 60 or 70% of the skill because there's many small details you know like how the fish meat is how soft the fish meat is after processing sometimes the fish is a bit oily what to do there's a lot of manual work involved so I'm very focused on these two things number one brand building and number two is mastering the skill set then I wanted to grow the business incrementally and sustainably yeah, so there's actually an art that you have to learn to make a fish ball it sounds like uh, craftsmanship craftsmanship yeah, yeah. 
I guess you are also learning the ropes to some extent. So you're a fishball master maker already? Uh, ours is a little bit different because they do it like a lot of things by hand. But because we have to do it in scale, so we tend to be more scientific. Right. We, we have to measure the parameters and then we ask our staff, our worker team to follow the parameters. So it's a little bit different because if we rely on the, like the chef, the craftsmanship, to determine the, how much water to add, at what temperature uh, you should stop uh, beating it. We will have a consistency issue throughout the batch. So because the batch is bigger, so mm. the approach is a bit different. Uh, it's like Starbucks. The, of course, of course. <laughs> so Randall, of course, you're from Bobo Fishball, which is more B2B, whereas mm. uh, Sundai Fishball is more B2C. Mm. So I'm curious, yeah. how did both of you meet? Uh, the non-ex- how did you meet Randall and then convince him to put you under his wing? So one day I was like scrolling through LinkedIn and I saw someone tag him. So I was like, hey, so this is the guy you know, from Bobo. So I just added him and stuff. Then we just met from there. So, you know, Randall was very nice, a very humble guy. So he was open to sharing with me about his opinion. What would he do if he was in my situation? So I was very lucky in terms of that. Lah. And we even thought of like how to collaborate together. Then through the meeting, we actually found that actually he's my, I mean, like, I mean, I know that I've been buying from him, lah, but he didn't know ah. that. Yeah. So I buy raw material from him, like yellow tail fish meat. I, see, I buy I that from him. Yeah. What advice to give you to overcome those challenges? I imagine there's some resistance in the family as well um, in terms of persuading people, perhaps? Uh, he mentioned to me about like what I mentioned uh, earlier, like, mm. you know, instead of working for others, you have to put in the hard work. Okay. Working for yourself, you also have to put in the hard work. And he also suggested a few ideas, like, you know, potentially we can collaborate and work together on the OEM part of the business that would help to reduce the manpower oh. cost. Mm. So I was curious as well, how competitive is the fishball industry in Singapore? For those of us who are not familiar with it, who don't really work in this space, give us an idea what it's like. Mm, I would think that actually quite a bit of fishball manufacturers if you count the large and small ones I think there will be easily like 20 or more but it's over the years it's getting lesser because it's uh, very difficult so is that pressure from overseas imports or is it mainly a local thing uh, luckily, Singaporean likes the fresh ones, mm. which is uh, like, for example, the fishball you eat in the morning, right? At the fishball noodle store. It's actually made the night before and then we deliver in right. the night. So because of this habit and the texture is different. So luckily, overseas, uh, fresh fishball is more difficult to come in. But the industry is very difficult because of the price is very low. Then you have the inflation and manpower oh. issues. So over time, a lot of people... It's difficult to continue and once the passion or when they get older in age, right, they tend to like close down. Yeah, which is why the knowledge feel is a pity if uh, nobody continue to do the business. Yeah, a lot of difficulties. Uh, the headwinds just continue to get bigger. Yeah. The margins get smaller. And then they decide, is it worth carrying on? I guess, Randall, yourself, you had your own journey. Did you also have your own sort of mentor? What sort of advice you get? Mm. I actually have uh, quite lucky to have uh, quite a number of groups of people helping. Uh, I think one is uh, those senior buyers from the supermarkets. In fact, the store uh, managers and the team leaders are also very helpful. And even the one of the founder of a local supermarket chain uh, also gave very valuable advices because they are very experienced in the trade. When I joined, I know nothing about the fishball business. And another part was uh, those uh, SME Tauke, which we meet during dinners and overseas trips. So because they have been through our 
what we are going through. Mm. So their advice are also very valuable. I think the subsequently, I also met this group of people we call uh, food generation two, food gen two. So they are like us, second generation food manufacturer or F&B players. So this group is like a support group. A lot of times, a lot of challenges we face, everybody faces the same. But then you know somebody because they have been through that, and then they know it better than peers who are maybe working for others. So this, I think, throughout these people that I met, they actually provided a lot of advice, mm. and we we take some comforting uh, support from them that we know we are not alone in this very difficult and lonely path. <laughs> yeah, the Lonex, I'm sure, is quite a tough journey as a young boss. And then you've got older workers, seniors who are asking, hey, should I listen to this young guy? Do you face that? Uh, I'm lucky I don't face that because it's a very small family business. Okay. <laughs> so it's only my parents, my, gra- my grandparents and me. So I just don't face my parents instead. <laughs> yeah. So are they receptive to your ideas? No, you've got new ideas. They've got their own way of doing it for so long. How do they, I guess, accept it or balance it? They don't really accept it. So I just forced my way through. <laughs> so, you know, initially when I started my own website or doing TikTok content for mm. family business, getting interviewed, he just, my parents just thought that you know it's insane yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing all this for what's the purpose of all this you know they can't really see it. so when I, it took me like close to six months to convince my dad to start to start taking pre-orders mm. so we are now we have a website nice. we started pre-order yeah so it's it's not easy but I think like what renders they need to build trust along the way you know when you need to show them that hey, you can do it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. as we have this interview Delonis is also live streaming or is recording something for <laughs> his own Instagram stories down the road uh, Randall yeah. finally looking at how how you are perhaps going to be passing this on down the road. What would be your advice for the next generation of entrepreneurs in any family business? What should they be keeping in mind? Oh, wow. Uh, I wouldn't say advice, but uh, just from my own experience, I think that if you are a multi-generation business already and you don't have to be so involved in the operations, then that should be an easy, relatively smooth and easy path for you. But if you are like us, you are very heavily involved in the operations and then a lot of people will be calling you for that uh, decision-making, I would think you have to persevere. Do whatever you are doing now and persevere. <laughs> it's going to be a very tough road. But once you persevere and you build a grit in you and you ask yourself, how hard can it be every day in the morning? Uh, eventually, I believe you will definitely succeed. All right, persevere and the future is in your hands, so to speak. We've been chair Randall Ang. He's the managing director and second generation owner of Bobo Fishball. And also we've been chatting with Delonix Tan. He's the third generation owner of Sundai Fishball. Thank you for your time, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, okay. everyone. Stay Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.